0: leaders thank you for joining me this week for my podcast leading through a crisis wow it's may and it probably feels like it's the never-ending school year i saw a parent on twitter saying this is a great time for teacher appreciation week because parents will give teachers anything they want a new car a new house and their children back so teachers and all educators we do appreciate you today and every day Last week, I talked about embracing uncertainty, and I hope you were able to take some wisdom and guidance from the six strategies that I shared. I loved hearing your feedback and finding positive ways to build during this crisis and use your creativity as you find hidden opportunities disguised as a problem. When a crisis disrupts the usual order of your day, you've literally been thrown in the middle of a new system, so it really makes it hard to step back and work on a new system that has no metrics. Today, we're going to talk about what a crisis leader does really well to lead you through a crisis, not around it. I don't think there's ever been a time in history of school where leadership matters more than today. As I told you last week, I'm a speaker, trainer, and a leadership coach with the John Maxwell team. So I've been spending time listening, learning, and growing from his wisdom and a variety of other leaders. I wanted to share some of their insight with you If you've worked with me before, you know I'm guilty of terrorizing, not to be confused with terrorizing, shared material to make it practical and to the point for our use. I continue to be in awe and so proud of the work that you are doing, and I just want to continue to encourage and support you during this time through my podcast. A crisis will cause all sorts of uncertainty, fear, and anxiety, not only in you, but also with your faculty, students, and their families. I bet it feels different now than just two weeks ago, and especially two months ago when all this started. May is such a fun time of the year, filled with spring carnivals, talent shows, UIL competitions, project presentations, sports, and so much more. This is the time that your students spread their wings and take flight as they begin to wrap up their year. Their flight, as well as yours, looks differently as it's been diverted without a departure time and arrival time into next fall. So leaders, how do we handle this with success? So what crisis leaders do really well? And I want to share six different points. Number one, they understand context. This is the hardest and probably the most important. This doesn't mean sitting around watching CNN or Fox News. 24-7 to get all the scoop and see what's happening around us. It's really all about these three words. Awareness. Seeing the big picture of all that's around us. You just thought teachers had eyes in the back of their heads. Well, crisis leaders have a 360-degree view. Anticipation. Trust your intuition. It's all about intuition and timing with the continual changes. And flexibility. In these times, we don't have the luxury of playing wait-and-see. You must be proactive and able to move quickly with the willingness to pivot and make adjustments as these events unfold. The best example of this was when I was a principal at Laura Welch Bush Elementary, and our namesake, the former First Lady, Laura Bush, was scheduled to visit us for our 10th year anniversary. We worked for several weeks with the Secret Service and the security team, as her safety was their top priority. They spent many days before on campus to create their own awareness and to get the big picture of our blueprint of our school and schedule. They told me up front that my job was Plan A, just a schedule of events, and their job was preparing for Plan B through Z. This is where understanding context comes into play. They spent hours and hours planning and anticipating all the what ifs during her stay, which included the big things like bomb threats, active shooters, protesters, hecklers, open doors, and then many of the small nuances that I knew nothing about. Even though they dictated every step we took, they also told me to get ready to change plans at any second and to be flexible making adjustments throughout the morning. This didn't necessarily mean a bad thing. It was just part of their plan. We did have some changes throughout her visit, and we had constant small redirections. I wasn't sure why, as I was in charge of plan A only, because I didn't have the safety foresight and intuition that experience and training brought to them. Through the flexibility of our campus team and teachers communicating so well, this day was perfect. Our secret service men understood context through awareness Awareness, anticipation, and agility at a very complex level. This ability to understand context provided such the highest level of security for Mrs. Bush. It also brought a sense of calmness and confidence to me as I was her escort throughout the day. Number two, embrace and lead by value. Albert Einstein said, Strive not to be a success, but rather be of value. You are all things to all people, all of the time, but now more than ever. If they sense fear, it will make the crisis so much more severe. Brene Brown says fear is contagious, and boy, is she right. But more importantly, so is calm. Let's face it, we live in a dysfunctional culture where you may agree that we as a nation have lost our way in values, and fear brings out the worst in people. The values people have today are not good, solid values to weather this or any crisis. The, some of the values that our nation have today include entitlement, control, entertainment, and comfort. With entitlement and the stock market crash, businesses closing, and a loss of jobs, that took the entitlement right away. The same thing as control, we have no control with this virus. Entertainment, we really can't go out and be entertained or go to concerts or movies. March Madness, it's all been canceled. And the comfort that we're used to having as far as getting your nails done, going to the spa, all of that has been lost. Our core values over the years have included courage, humility, hope, kindness, and honesty. These values are assets, not liabilities, and can weather any storm. Good leaders embrace embrace good values. So leaders, it's time to courage up, or in the Texas panhandle we call that cowboy up. You're running on fumes, but have the courage to finish out the school year based on values you hold, and don't let this crisis move you sideways or distract you. Be the leader for others that you wish you had. Leaders that value people and put people first. Number three, communicate effectively and judiciously. Did you know that no one has ever quit their job because a leader was a good communicator? Checking in with her staff and giving continuous updates, especially in a time of uncertainty. Can you imagine getting an email that says, Dear Terry, please delete me from all school emails. Due to your ongoing transparent communication about the truth and reality of this COVID-19 pandemic, I hereby resign. I do not like being included in the loop and have the philosophy of out of sight and out of mind. I prefer to hear the school news straight from my Facebook friends. But will people leave? people will leave when they are left in the dark without communication, causing speculation, gossip, and rumors, which all lead to fear. What people want to know is the reality and the truth as we face this hardship together. Communicate frequently. Adjust constantly as change happens with transparency and honesty. It really gives us a sense of calm and confidence. Communicate with care, which is one of the most important things you can do. Make it personal and check on their wellness. Some of us will be impacted financially, Some kids will be impacted academically, but millions and millions of people across the nation will be impacted by their mental health, and this will be long lasting. Be sure you're including a wellness check on your faculty and your students. If you're not recognizing what is happening to your people and communicating with empathy and understanding, you may be facing a bigger crisis within your school than you realize. Leading in a crisis is not just about having an action plan In implementing it for success, it's about acknowledging your people and accepting that they are likely to go through some things that will take some time and maybe help to work through. This will be one of the most important ways to build your culture during this crisis. Mass collaboration includes we, not I, and maximize all those good qualities. Communicate hope. Find the good in the world. I love the creative ways we are celebrating Teacher Appreciation Week. We're having principals driving to teachers' houses, showing their appreciation with chalk messages and yard art. They're staying connected with what they believe in, their teachers, and while they spend time showing how much they care. You are the five people you spend the most time with, normally. Don't play the victim or the villain in this crisis, and don't get caught up playing crabs in a bucket. When you start climbing out, don't let another one in your circle pull you by the claw back in the bucket. Find a new circle. Number four, think creatively. There will always be an answer. Every opportunity is surrounded by a problem. Bad fear causes me to run and avoid and hides possibilities. Don't fertilize this fear and cause panic. Good fear causes me to prepare. What good will come out of this? It turns adversity into advantage. I love seeing the creativity of how our high schools handed out cap and gowns to seniors last week. Instead of the traditional cap and gown pickup on stage during lunchtime, our schools were forced to do something different. They made it such a happy and fun time creating memories in a whole new way. And it sure was exciting to see a parade of cars honking, teachers holding up signs as they cheered on their seniors picking up their cap and gowns. I think this will be the beginning of a great tradition. Students taking pictures with their principals standing six feet away will create a lasting memory with a very interesting story to tell their families one day. And number five, show humility. Be open and honest. No fake news with you. Maintain show up, and add value to people. Make sure you let them know that I need you and your opinion first, especially as we go into planning this fall. Make people feel important. People first in every decision. Well, that's five. I think I said six, but there was five points I wanted to share with you. So what is the most important lesson you are learning right now? What change did you make? this week or last week that you would like to see permanently for the fall. There are many blessings in a storm so what are yours? I never said leadership would be easy during a crisis but it will be worth it. Thank you for joining me. Stay calm, stay well and lead on my friends. We need you.